1: Welcome to Talking Halos. is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partners in crime, Jared Timms, and Negative Nancy Nate Green.
2: We will be we'll be getting a lot of Negative Nate today. I'm going to let you know.
3: Really? <laughs> Probably so. Yeah. Let's Why? just be honest. Uh,
1: Let's Why? just. Be... <laughs> oh my god! So we got a lot going on. Well, not a whole ton that is that big of a deal, but we got a few things going on. We're gonna check in with you all, and. Um, we got some news, some news. And I think, is this what you mean? Oh, hold on. Stop.
3: We'll see. You know, is this there's a what bunch of Nate's going to be
1: negative about is that the, the signing is that, is that what's going to happen? Here, Jared? Is, that your, is that your call?
2: Yeah. I'm going to call that. I think that he's not going to be too happy about that one.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So let's, let's say that for last. i like, the ranch. So <laughs> add to the 40 man roster. <laughs> Soriano Ingram. Right?
3: Jose, Jose Soriano.
2: Sorios? Yep. Jose Soriano and Colton Ingram. Yep. Jose Soriano has a chance to be and I I if am I allowed to throw out a bold prediction? I feel like I don't do that very often anymore. I used to throw out a lot. He never
3: Yeah, he never does that. I think we called
1: those hot takes. And they probably went
2: hot cold. Take. Hot take. Um Jose Soriano is the opening day closer for the Angels.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: That's my hot take. So so it's mid, so I mean, scouting report on him. And I I seen him pitch, saw him pitch before he went to Pittsburgh, saw him pitch now. He's got two Tommy John surgeries, which is worrisome, of course. But when you're 94 to 99 with a plus slider, curveball, whatever you want to call it, he's he's pretty dang close to major league ready I'm going to be honest here with you I know he's only pitched in the lower minors but he's going to be my surprise to make the opening day roster and and be the angels closer to be honest
3: I don't think he throws enough strikes to to be the closer honestly um he easily could make the roster I, I could see that just because like you we both have seen him throw in the in low A, which was fun to see him but yeah the, the one thing that's going to be scary with him is the two TJ's he he has been selected in the rule 5 before so the odds on him getting selected again are probably pretty high if he's not on the 40 man so that's probably why they they kept him but i mean the two Tommy Johns is going to be the the scare because he's one pitch away from never playing baseball again cuz once you have a third Tommy John you will never play baseball again so it, it is impressive he does throw really hard does have that nice curveball slider. I, I wanted to call it more of a curveball, but whatever. Um, but yeah, he does have good stuff.
1: Okay. So, for the uninformed folks out there, the people who don't know all the medicine stuff, why would a third Tommy John make it impossible for them to pitch again?
3: Because where they take the uh, ligaments from, it's typically one of the last ligaments that you have. So, if you've if you uh, tear that ligament, then they will not be able to put anything else in your elbow.
1: So, basically, you're out of ligaments.
3: Ba- ligaments that could fit there. Not and necessarily ligaments in general, but you're out of the ligaments that would fit there.
2: And it's, you can't, yeah, it's it's just not, uh, it doesn't happen. And it's
3: another year-long recovery on yeah. top of it. it. It's not a good thing to have.
2: Doctors say that there, once you have it twice, you shouldn't throw again. People do throw off of it. The f- the third time is sometimes you're not able to lift your arm above yeah. your head. So, yeah, that the, you don't want it a third time for sure. The the likelihood of coming back from that is slim to none. Career Andy.
1: Okay, so Toussaint Walters, and Zdrizni, Zdrizni. I gave it a shot. Um, Rob, Zdrizni. <laughs> it's been they've been DFA thoughts on these uh, these decisions today, gentlemen. Start with negative Nancy over there
3: uh took Tukey threw well when he he got called up. I mean, he was a nice role piece. If if the Angels get him back on a minor league deal, I wouldn't be upset about it. He'd be great in in the Triple A ro- uh rotation. Um the Nash Walters thing, that that's the real interesting one to me because Perry made a trade in August to acquire him and he pitched once and then we DFA'd him. It was like what was the point of the trade, honestly? Um so that, that's the one. That, and I think Zestrinsky was the same way that he made a trade in August as well um, or claimed him off of waivers. One of the two. But both those guys, is like, okay, if you're just going to DFA him this quickly, what was the point of it? But, you know, it is what it is.
1: All right. So Kodai Senga. Did I say it right, guys? I think so. I Sounds right. All right. So, Jared, what's the update on him?
2: Ooh, Angels have checked in on him, like, like probably 29 other teams have, to be honest, just to see what's going on there. Um, but uh, it sounds like he's more than likely going to get a major league deal with a with a team, and he's going to come over from Japan. Uh, very similar mix to what Shohei Otani has when he came over. Uh, he's got the mid to upper 90s fastball. Uh, he's touched 102 miles an hour before. He uh, has a, I believe it's, it's a slider that I've seen and it's uh it's a work in progress, a little more of a cutter. I've seen it hang a little bit, um, a little sharper than a Shohei's, the little loopy curve or the, the loopier slider that Shohei has. Mm-hmm. And he has the ghost split finger. Never heard that one. Uh, never heard a, cha- or a splitter called a ghost splitter, but that's what he's got um, according to scouts. So I'm going to guess that it's okay. pretty freaking good. Um, so very similar to Shohei Otani, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, except for he's a pitcher only. And that's a, that's a big thing. I think it's, it's hard to not to get into it, but it's hard to build around a two way.
3: The other good thing about him, he won't be subject to posting fees. He will just be a major league free agent because his contract with his team in Japan is finished. So the angels will not have to pay $20 million on top of a contract to get him. So that, that does help with it. But like you said, I mean, 30, 30 teams checked on in on this guy. Like so, so It's not really news in my opinion.
1: Rate the level of interest you think the Angels have in him out of 10.
3: Before Ten? the trade um uh, before the trade or before the signing I would have said like 8 or 9. After the signing I think it's closer to like 5 or 6.
2: I I mean everybody's going to have a 10 out of 10 on this guy. This is uh a, a generational player coming over from Japan again. I mean, he's not a two-way, but it could be as good as Shohei Otani was this year, year in, year out. So I think everybody, including the Angels, are going to be in on him at a 10 until they're told that, you know, he doesn't want to play for him because he's going to, he's going to get to pick where he gets to play.
1: Fair enough. Okay. the Signing you're talking about, you referenced was Tyler Anderson, former, former Dodgers guy coming over on a three-year, 39 and guard deal. Um this one catches me off guard. I thought the pitching this year thus far was pretty solid. They, I didn't, I mean, I thought they'd go after pitching, but I didn't think they'd address it first. Like, I, like I've been saying of late, I love being wrong. So I'm going I'm to stay away from Nate for a second because apparently he's going to be mad about this. Uh, so, uh, you know, Jared, what, what are you thinking here? Well, what's the deal? Three, three years, $39 million for a guy who was an all-star last year, but previous five years? In the area were four.
2: Yeah, you know the biggest thing for me is is the amount of money he that not even really the amount of money the amount of years let's say that that was given to him. Uh, turns thirty three here in December. That means he ends up pitching until his age thirty six season. Granted, I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Jared, it's only thirteen million a year." That's uh that's what you gave Rysell Iglesias basically, you know, and you traded him after one year. So, um, I'm not upset about it. If he's put in the right su- situation uh, and let's make this clear. He is not a number two. Um, I know that I penciled him in as angels number two, because that's what he is right now. Um, I, I told you, Nate, I told you he wasn't a number two. I think he's number three or number four. If you can, if you can find a way to make him a three or four. So that means the angels need to go out and get another starting pitcher. Then you're in a, you're in a good spot. You're, you're in a better spot. Let's say, uh, the angels have not filled the most needed position yet. Uh, but if Tyler Anderson is put in the right spot, which is that two or, th- or that three or four spot, this is not a, not a horrible signing. The biggest thing that worries me again, is age he turns 33 in December, the fastball velocity is fastball. Average fastball velocity last year was 90.7. That worries me. You know, you're only going to decrease from here. So the guy throw in, you know, <laughs> upper eights, I know he's a lefty but a uh, guy throwing upper eights probably mid eights, uh, by his age, 35, 36 season is, uh, is again, very, very worrisome. Um, and then also I know Nate, you're going to bring this up as well, but I, I would like to be the first one to bring it up. Uh, Forty percent ground ball rate, which is slightly below taking average. of Notes. No, I know. Literally taking my notes. 40, 44 is the league average on on the uh, ground ball rate. There is no shift next year, so that means Angels have to be even smarter when it comes to shifting, and the scouting department needs to be even smarter when it comes to shifting. And and you look at what the Dodgers did last year. The Dodgers were the second most shifted team in baseball. You know, so this is going to help out the pitching staff a lot. And we saw that last year. It was an All Star two Sub two five ERA. He's probably gonna get some Cy Young votes, I would assume. Maybe not first place, but some Cy Young votes. And the fact that he came over from the Dodgers is is another huge red flag. Nate, I'll leave a couple there for you. I know red flag. why a 111, 111
1: win team is a red flag. Absolutely. The dog the,
3: Every you, teams... you look at what they've done. I mean, yeah, the guys that get rid of season the season guys season. have not, the guys that have left the Dodgers to sign other contracts have not played as well as they did for the Dodgers because the Dodgers have put them in the best scenario they possibly can. And they have so much depth that, you know, if something doesn't go right, they have a guy right there to make it look a little better than it actually was. And now yes, this,
2: this could be, this could be a good signing. I'll say that. Like if, I know I. I uh, Lots of it this season. Yeah, I know. If 100, percent, like you need to put him in the right spot. You need to put him in the right spot, which is, you know, not in that high leverage. I know every starter is put in high leverage situations, but you can't you can't come into the season thinking that he is the number two starter in this rotation. Because if you do, a lot of Angels fans are going to be disappointed, and it's going to look like a bad season. Even if he does put up, you know, a four ERA, which. You know, there's going to be regression. He's not going to put up a two, was it two, three, four ERA last year? Two and four he's one not, or something two, like that. Some two three ERA. He's not going to put that up. Um, we, you have to assume there's probably going to be a little bit of of velocity decrease um, in there. So I mean, like I said, he misses bats. He's got a good changeup. He has the cutter, which plays well. Um, the fastball velo worries me. I do think he can be a good signing if he becomes a three or four starter. So the Angels do need to now go out and sign another um, another starter of Tyler An- Tyler Anderson's caliber or
1: better. All right, Nate, here we go. Good All
3: props. right, there are so many so many problems with this signing, honestly. Um, 257 ERA, I looked it up. No strikeouts. So you, you say he had some swing and miss. I know the changeup he had a good whiff rate on, but 138 Ks and 178 and two-thirds innings pitched. He had a one whip. That's what the Dodgers putting guys in the exact correct spot all day long for him. Like Jared alluded to earlier is the, the ground ball rate. He's not going to get outs that he was getting last year with the Dodgers. The angels did not, the angels played okay defense, but they weren't spectacular. They still need to get better on the infield, whether, whether that's getting a shortstop or not, you know, that remains to be seen, but they need to get better there. Um, he kind of really reminds me of Rich Hill. No velo, not really a str- swing and miss guy. Just going to kind of eat innings for you. And Rich Hill
2: Rich Hill's pitching in his age like 42 season this year, by the he way. Is,
3: he is, yes. But Rich Hill is not a guy that you're penciling in as a playoff starter. And if you want to be a playoff team, you need to have three for sure playoff starters, potentially a fourth if you look at what the Astros did this year and you look at what – Um, some of these teams were able to do. So you gave up a second round pick again. I think Jared and I talked about this the other day. There were certain pitchers and certain players that we would give up a second round pick for. And this guy was definitely on our do not uh, give up a second round pick for just because of who he is and what he's done. He's never been this guy. So I'm, I'm really worried that we paid for what he did and not what he's going to do. And you know, people are gonna be upset. Even even if it is like a four four two ERA, people are still gonna be like, oh man, we thought we thought we were getting a dude, we thought we were getting, you know, uh a low two or a high two ERA guy. And instead we're getting a, a low four ERA guy. So there's just a lot of things that scare me with this signing, and I don't know, not not the guy I would have gotten, and probably not the pitcher. I, I probably would have gone shortstop first and then worried money wise about everything else later.
1: So just to just to clarify for our listeners here, they give up a second round pick for him, correct? Yes. You
3: give okay. up a,
2: so so you give up a second round pick, which isn't a huge deal. You give up the money associated with the second round pick, which is the big deal, which is why you look at you look at previous drafts, Sam Bachman type draft, um you know, even even before that, Reed Detmers you went a little bit under slot. Uh, you, that's money you could use in the first round or you know in the third round. I know they went out and got Casey Dana um, and Mason Albright in the eleventh rounds in the last couple of years. They also gave a, they also give up five hundred thousand dollars in the international side of things too, which can end up
1: being pretty big. So
3: just ask the Houston Astros.
1: No, I think that's actually what my biggest problem with the, with the signing is in an age where you've cut the draft down from forty to twenty, based in the rounds. And you're trying to redevelop your, your farm system. You're getting a guy who is in his thirties. Who's not really been great in his career, had his career year. Um, they read up on his, on how he changes his change up. And that made a difference and that that's fine. But all the points you guys are making are good points. I would only say this. and It doesn't mean I agree with the signing because I, I mean, at three years, $39 million, It's better than a seven-year deal going to somebody. It's better than an eight-year deal going to somebody in their 30s. It's better than those deals. So it won't burn you for long. It won't. I mean, so if it works out great. If it doesn't work out, well, it was only three years. That We've seen worse deals. I think what actually bothers me right now on a franchise that needs young talent, young players, and needs that slot money, I would agree. It's not, in my view, not a great idea. Especially since he doesn't strike anybody out, like you need somebody at this point who will make a difference, and I don't really feel like he will. Like they have guys who will contribute similar numbers outside the win loss ratio on the roster already. They do, so I don't. I don't really. I mean, how do I say that anything different than that? I, that I'm I'm concerned about player development. I'm concerned about organizational depth, and you're losing a second round pick when you really kind of need it. But that's my view on it. I mean, anybody else have any last things to throw in about it?
2: And what would you? So, Angels give up second round pick last year for Noah Syndergaard. Would you rather have that second round pick? Or would you rather have Mickey Moniak and uh, Yadiel Sanchez? Is that, that I think you got both those guys in that yes, trade, correct? Would
3: you but, rather? I mean, Noah Syndergaard is a much bigger name with a way better track record as That's a funny. pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's been an all-star multiple times. He has been arguably the best, like had the best stuff in Major League Baseball before his Tommy John surgery. So you're talking about two different pitchers in that. It's almost like would you have signed a Michael Lorenzen or Tyler Anderson, and both of them are giving up draft picks. Like, Would you have done that?
1: I also want to point this out about, about Thor is is if Thor had come back with the similar form that he had when he left, he probably is still an angel. They probably re-signed to a long-term deal, but because he wasn't quite himself, they thought they can get some it and trade him. So I don't think it's exactly fair to try and and, and compare those two deals. This is a deal where we, you have a career track record of basically me- mediocrity with one upswing you can say it's a change to a pitch you can say it's this and that but I mean outside of that one year in la was he really ever special was he ever a guy you know again 13 million dollars a year though for a pitcher for a starter is that's in today's age fairly cheap but it's again it goes back to that second round pick to me you need talent. In man, three years for a second round pick that you really need to develop, you need money in the draft. You don't need and that need second round pick. Well, yeah. no, you need, I think, I think you need to need their pick, dude. They they haven't been anywhere in six years. Well, no, you, don't, need, you don't necessarily you need to your pick, pick, you need, the you need money every freaking because... pick, and need all the money that goes with it.
3: You need yeah. it yeah. all. They, they need the money with that pick. And it, the worst part about it is you're giving the pick to the Dodgers and just. To look at what happens four years from now, when you look at next year's draft, who goes in the second round of the Dodgers, and to see four years from now what that guy's doing, it could be way more frustrating than just seeing Tyler Anderson throwing up a 4-5 ERA.
1: It's it's odd, though, isn't it? Because three, four, five years ago, we didn't care about draft picks. We really didn't. Like That's We didn't f- care. Like we, we'll, we'll talk about them now like they're NFL draft picks. But things have changed.
3: Also, to go along with that, though, the Angels were so good at developing before that the draft picks, it, it wasn't something you thought about because they were just developing, whether it was Weaver, whether it was Santana, whether it was Ibar, all these guys were th- coming through the the farm system and just playing at a league average or above league average level. Um, so, So we never really were like, oh, man, we need these draft picks to make sure that we continue to fill this because it was like. Whatever the angels were doing was turning to gold. And now ever since Artie's kind of taken over his regime, it's it really hasn't been the same way with development. So now we're we're more worried about hey, how do we get back to that development mm-hmm. stage of can we find the the weavers? Can we find the Santana's the you know fill in the blank with Corbin Skags, Ibar and and all these guys that we had, Gene Segura. So the that's kind of why I think the angels have really talked about the draft so much. Plus they haven't been to the playoffs. Like if you're, if you're not a playoff team, you're not excited about like anything, but the draft or free agency. Those are the two things you get excited about the draft and free agency, because if you're not making the playoffs, those are the only two ways to get better. And the angels really haven't done a good job with, with either of them lately.
1: Mm-hmm. Jared, any final thoughts? I got nothing. Got nothing. Nothing. All right. Well, that was easy. Okay. Hey, we're out of here. Follow Jared on on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim's, Nate at Nate 30, Nate Green 34. Geez, sorry, Nate. And me at DC Paul. I'm like, yeah, we're zoning. We're still trying to wrap our minds around this signing, but hopefully, fingers crossed, would you all say more to come? Hopefully, come more to go. Yes. stop. hint, hint. We'll see. Shorty, shorty, stop, stop. We're out of here. Have a great one.
2: <laughs>